Welcome back. This is Survived. With Sophie. And Lexi. We started telling our survive story in college, and we're moving on to bring you guys more. For many different topics. And you guys know what this week is. It's the first week of the month. So that means survive the ghost. Dun, dun, dun. Spooky time. I am, I don't know about you guys, but my entire TikTok and like Pinterest pages are just filled with Halloween and fall time. I've been seeing a lot of autumn stuff and getting ready for fall, and I'm just not ready to let go of summer yet, but I am excited for pumpkins and I'm ready to let go of heat. Yeah. I feel like we do better cold, or like when we're cold, just because we live in it year-round. I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's something about three months of heat that I just, sometimes I just get sick and tired of. Yeah. I could do without all the bugs, too. Mm-hmm. Especially the mosquitoes this time of year. They just eat you alive. Yeah. Can't go outside after, like, 7 o'clock without getting bit by at least a couple mosquitoes. Nope. And then they start, and, like, you don't even feel them bite you, either. They just get all itchy. Exactly. Oh, goodness. But this week, I'm really excited because we're going to be talking about... A different haunting, which is going to be haunted ships. Yes. And I don't think we've talked about ships recently. Um, I guess there was that one submarine incident, but we're not going to be talking about submarines. We're going to be talking about ships. And the submarine thing I was going off of is because everyone was talking about the Titanic with that one. Because the Titanic is a ship. Connection. We're doing ships. Ha ha. Connection. But our ships are more exciting. I will say. Because they're haunted. Okay. So this is. Sorry not to sidetrack. But I just think this is kind of interesting. So they paid $250,000 to go on this like little submarine to go see the Titanic. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so if you would have taken their pay salary and divided it up, which, like, what would be ours, it was, like, $75. Like, it was nothing to them. Yeah, that was just, like, oh, okay. That is crazy. How much money some people can have, actually. I know. It kind of makes you sad. Mm -hmm. Um. But to get back to our haunted ships, it's actually a funny story about how we came up with this idea. <laughs> um, Sophie had texted me yesterday. Yeah, no, on Monday. On Monday about how... Yesterday was Monday. But no, it was, had to been Sunday. Or Saturday. I don't know, it was one of the days, because this comes out on Friday... Oh, then it might be was Monday. Maybe. I think it <laughs> okay, might be I don't Monday. know my days of the week, all right? I, I apologize. Anyway, Sophie texted me at some point throughout the week and asked um, what we should do for this week's Survived a Ghost. Um, 
because we have a couple like weeks already scheduled out for episodes and um I said I kind of forgot to even like think of anything and so did Sophie so I like texted her and I said oh like meaning like shucks but it translate like auto corrected to oh ships and then I was like oh we should do ships and now we're doing ships so that kind of just all went in a circle but I hope you guys understood that yep full circle now we're going to be talking about haunted ships Mm -hmm. which are super cool anyway this these episodes are a lot of fun because I feel like we can just talk about we're just goofy on them yep so we'll be talking about the Flying Dutchman. Oh, really? Is that where that's from? No, I'm kidding. I was just making a SpongeBob joke. Oh, <laughs> I thought like your, I thought your um your <laughs> show. That's where that came from. Wow, I was so no. excited there for a second. Narts. Uh, sorry. Just had to make a SpongeBob joke for all of our SpongeBob watchers out there. <laughs> Anywho, okay, I'm really excited to hear about Lexi's, so jump in whenever. Yes, okay, so my ship, my spooky ship, will be, it is called the Octavius, which is a legendary 18th century ghost ship, so we're going way back in time, so we got to hop in our little car jumper traveler (laughs) um anyways according to the story the three-eyed maced schooners which was found west of greenland by a whaler called Haraland. i don't know if i said that correctly i'm so sorry um anyways on october 11th of 1775 he was boarded as a direct light um, and the five-man boarding party found the entire crew of 28 below deck dead, frozen, and perfectly preserved. So, um, as they traveled further into this ghost ship, which was supposedly very eerie to walk through, because everyone looked like they were all pale and white and frozen and they were perfectly preserved so like nothing happened to them for decomp wise so they just stood there and stared at you. Wow. And the captain's body was supposedly still at the table with a pen in his hand and he had the captain's log in front of him. And in his cabin there were three bodies which was a woman a nude boy covered with a blanket and a sailor with a tinderbox. The boarding party took only the captain's log before leaving the vessel because they were one unwilling to search it. They didn't want to search the rest of the ship. That must be so spooky to see. Like, if you imagine that, everyone is just white and frozen exactly where they were standing and sitting. You know, I don't even know what like I would think, like walking through that entire thing, like just having people stare at you, knowing that they're dead. That is so creepy. 
I just, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't. So, if you guys remember when the ship was originally found in 1775, the last entry in the log was from November 11th of 1762, which means that the ship has been lost in the Arctic Ocean for 13 years and has been frozen like a log during that time. Wow. So it slipped from the binding, like no one ever really um, cared to really pay attention that the ship was missing. I don't really know how you would just, I mean, I guess if you didn't really have that many friends, I mean, it is back in the <laughs> 1700s too, so we didn't have like. If you didn't have that many friends, well, Lexi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like land friends, obviously they were on the boat, so they had ocean friends. Yeah. Maybe it was a situation. I have no idea how boats work or how that whole, like, communication works, especially back then. But maybe it was like, oh, um, this person will, like, let you know or send a bird your way um, when I reach this point of land. And then they never do because they get lost in the Arctic. So then they're like, oh, well, maybe they're just late. And then they just, you know, are late for... 13 years. They probably just don't even think about time at that point. Yeah. So, um, where is the ship now? The captain of the Octavius tried to navigate through the Northwest Passage, but his ship had become imprisoned in the ice of the Arctic, so he was trying to take a shortcut, thinking that it would get him to um, and from... I believe India. So he cut up instead of cutting across into like the ocean part to try and like save some time. And the ship's last uh, recorded position was 75 north, 160 west, which was which would place the Octavius 250 miles north of Barrow, Alaska, basically meaning that they are literally in the middle of nowhere in the Arctic. Wow. Still. Mm hmm. There's floating there? Mm-hmm. Well, it's frozen in, like, the ice. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. I don't you know, know if, like, there are still, um, the bodies in there or not. Yeah, because isn't it a thing where you're not dead unless you're warm and dead? I don't think you can come back from the dead if you're frozen. Well, that's, I guess, at some point, yeah. For that long, yeah, probably not. But, like... No, because you can freeze to death. Yeah, but if you're, like, in a block of ice, like, isn't there a way that you can be revived and... Um... Wouldn't that be crazy if they all melted and then come back to life and they're just, like... Whoa, what happened? There's like a thing that you can freeze your head to and people pay. It's called Chronix or whatever. And basically they take your head off of your body when you die and then freeze it really quickly so it's still like the new they like your same temperature. And 
you're going to come back. Like, they're going to bring you back. But I don't know how they would bring you back with just a head. That's a little spooky in itself. Mm-hmm. They just have a bunch of heads laying around. Yeah, and if, like, um... In a frozen cooler, like walking cooler. Yeah, that is really creepy. <laughs> Imagine working there. Mm, <laughs> <too>. Yeah, no. <laughs> mm, no. So some fun facts. Um this ship is and along with its story is seemingly one of the inspirations for the settling events in a lot of novels. One called The Demon of Ice, which was in 1974, which set in 1889 a passenger ship named La Anjun is passing through the Barrette Seas when it comes to a fatal encounter with another called The Ice Loafer, which has been somehow frozen (laughs) a stop from a huge iceberg. And when the crew from the La Anjun, I don't know if I'm saying that right, boarded the loafer, they find it to be completely frozen in the cabin and even all the way down to the cabin. Mysteriously pointing out a certain point of a naval map, which is where they are, immediately after their ship is blown up, leaving them on the ghost ship. Huh. What is that book called? This book is called The Demon of Ice. The Demon... De glass. The Demon um, of Ice. Yeah. Looks like a French title. I think it's a French novel. Oh, okay. Um, that would make sense. Yeah, I haven't really looked into that one. So, another one, which a lot of people might know about. So, the Octavius is featured in a naval mission in the video game of Assassin's Creed 3. Where the main character, Connor Kenaway, is searching for clues to the whereabouts of Captain Kidd's lost treasure. Oh, in Assassin's Creed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was um, kind of an interesting thing, too. So it's, like, used a... The ship has been used a lot, too. It's also known as the Arctic Coffin. And a movie was named after this ship called The Ghost Ship. How original. Huh. That is very interesting. But nobody really knows if there's any, like, true haunts because it's lost, right? Yeah, it's technically lost, but it's still frozen in the ice. That is crazy how it's still frozen. I know. It... I can't believe no one has, like, tried to reel it in and, like, properly melt it. And like try to preserve it in a certain way. Like I think that it's is so, so crazy. well preserved that it like they can get like accurate readings on how things were built back in that day. Yeah. Like that is a piece of history just floating out in a piece of like an ice cube over there. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. I guess somebody made a book called the demon ship, so, or what is it? The demon of ice. So I would say maybe just don't go near it, but I don't know. Yeah, up, I don't really know if the historic or historical people. 
historical people. Yeah. But Sophie, why don't you tell us about your haunted ship? All right. Well, I think we're going to be staying on the topic of the West Coast, kind of, how you said the ship was off the coast of Alaska a couple miles. I'm going to be talking about the Queen Mary. And though the Queen Mary had a very prominent history um, of being in many like battles and wars and things like that um, the Queen Mary actually is permanently docked in Long Beach California so on the west coast as well well we like I feel like this is the second time we've done that where we choose something very similar to each other mm-hmm Everything so, minds. Sorry. Yeah, we do. Great minds think alike. So, the Queen Mary, if you don't know, is a luxurious passenger ship that kind of made the Titanic seem like a bathtub toy, which is crazy to think about because the Titanic was huge. I guess in our minds, in the movie, it looked huge. But the Queen Mary is gigantic as well. At 1,019 feet long and 81,000 tons, the Queen Mary was one of the largest and most elegant ships in the early 20th century. So she, because I guess everyone says boats are she's, so I'm going to reference her as a she. She made 1,001 crossings between New York and England in the beginning of 1936. So she got around, definitely traveled across the sea. But however, like I said, she... Yes. (laughs) But she is now permanently stationed in Long Beach, California. The Queen Mary is not just a floating museum, however... It also offers dining, dazzling city skyline views, overnight accommodations, and they still have the original first-class staterooms that you are able to stay in as well. And they also put on performances and events there. Oh, this is very fancy. So the Queen Mary was brought to Long Beach in 1967. And that's when she was converted from a seafaring vessel to a floating hotel, basically. The plan included clearing almost every area of the ship below the sea deck, which also was called the R deck after 1950 to lessen passenger confusion, as the restaurants were located on the R deck to make way for Jacques Cousteau's new living museum. So this increased museum space to 400,000 square feet, and that gave the ship a lot more, I guess, audience. I don't even know if that's the right word, but it just created more of a pull for people to come stay and visit and eat at the restaurant and see the museum as well. 
Oh, interesting. That's a mm-hmm. lot going on. Yeah. And on May 8th, 1971, the Queen Mary opened her doors to the tourists. Oh, cool. We could go there today. I mean, someday. Yeah, let's just go today. <laughs> right now. Exactly in this moment that we're recording. Sorry, guys. We'll be right back. Um, we we just go skedaddle quick. We got to visit it a little bit quick. <laughs> So, through the late 1980s and early 1990s, the Queen Mary struggled a little bit financially, sadly. (laughs) So, Disney, if you guys know, there is a Disneyland located in California. And Disneyland kind of had their eye on the Queen Mary. They were kind of making deals on, oh, we can buy this property, turn a profit. And they kind of had a hope for turning the attraction around on Port Disney. And they had a plan to build a huge resort on the adjacent docks to the Queen Mary. And they were going to name the entire attraction Disney Sea, which would be like a theme park celebrating the world's oceans which i think that's pretty cool yeah that would be cool however sadly the plans fell through and in 1992 disney gave up on the lease to the ship to focus on building what would become disney california adventure park oh okay so they probably had a game plan and then just kind of thought maybe they should do something that wasn't affiliated with anything else, just kind of their own. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I interpret that. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, maybe we don't need this ship. However, for you Disney lovers out there, the Disney Sea concept was recycled a decade later in Japan as Tokyo Disney Sea with a re- recreated ocean liner resembling the Queen Mary. Named the SS Columbia as the centerpiece of the American waterfront area. So, if you want to check that out at Disney Sea in Tokyo, check that out. Okay. I think that's kind of cool how they like kind of replicated it. Um, but yeah, that does sound actually really cool because it's interesting how they can transform one thing into another. Mm hmm. But, you know, the reason why we're talking about the Queen Mary is because it's haunted. Duh. (laughs) It's super haunted. So, following the Queen Mary's permanent docking, claims were made that the ship was very, very spooky. In 2008, the Time magazine included the Queen Mary among the top ten haunted places. Which, you know... That's pretty high up there, I think. I'm guessing that's top 10 haunted places in the world as well. I feel like I have heard about this ship before and how, like, a lot of, um, what is it called? Paranormal shows go there all the time. Yes, this is a very, very popular spot for ghost hunting and ghost hunter shows and all that stuff. That's you so could, interesting. Yes. You can find 
anything on YouTube of people going here. I know I watched a long, I guess it would maybe basically be called a vlog now, but it was a YouTube video of people going to the Queen Mary and they actually stayed there overnight and they videotaped everything that happened and they got some spooky stuff on their tape as well. So it was kind of spooky and they went to like see all the rooms. They supposedly stayed in the most haunted room and in the bedrooms like there were still like portholes you know not normal windows like you had a porthole like in a ship to look out of oh my goodness yeah that's really interesting but one of the so i'll talk about some of the haunted stuff here so one of the stage rooms or state rooms sorry (laughs) is alleged to be haunted by the spirit of a person supposedly murdered on the Queen Mary. Which oh, is... who would that be? They did not say. Oh. I don't know if any of these ghosts actually have names or if anyone really knows who's who. Um, but there are multiple ghosts. And I think people know, oh, that's that's an older woman or that's a younger you know boy but I don't know if they have specific names um so the Queen Mary Hotel promotes suite B340 which is a former third class cabin and it is notoriously haunted I think that's the one they stayed in the the YouTubers oh hmm (laughs) Water break, one second. Okay. So the Queen Mary also operates a number of commercial tours. So obviously, since they put on all this big stuff, they do tours that include the haunted attraction. And they obviously have something during Halloween that you can go do. And they have people talking about the ghosts and legends. So they will do a tour and tell you about all the history of the ghosts and the legends that were told about, like, all the backgrounds of the ghosts. And apparently they're terrifying original stories and characters based on the ship's well-known paranormal tales. So a lot of these hauntings are experienced by the workers there because they're the ones who you know, know the ghosts the most. And they say the workers in the hotel staff notice um, the ghosts come out when they're, you know, doing their repetitive chores every day. And they hear disembodied voices, which Sorry, is what? very creepy. What do you mean disembodied voices? Just like eerie voices like they're not sure if that was a human or not or like what that was they can hear certain places oh my goodness and like voices carry through like the thinly constructed constructed ship walls so I would not ever go there it is like if you look up what the inside looks like it's beautiful and also creepy at the same time (laughs) 
Oh, um, apparently there is... Maybe this is... Yeah, I think this is the one I'm thinking of. But I do believe there is a ghost that likes to sit in the bar at the Queen Mary. That's so random, but, like, I think I remember hearing about a ghost that will just sit at the bar the entire time. Um, a ghost? Yeah. Probably just trying to drink in the afterlife. I mean, like, if you have nothing else to do, and you don't get hungover, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you do get, like, ghostly hangovers. Is that a thing? I don't know. However, there is one legend that claims a little girl haunts the first and second class pools. However, with research, there has been found no deaths recorded at either of those pools. But another legend, yeah. So, might just be hanging around there because they... Like the pool? Probably. I mean, you don't necessarily have to die somewhere to be haunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I was like, so? Doesn't mean they died there. And there's another legend that two daughters were murdered by their father in 1959, and they haunt the room B-474 and the surrounding corridors. So if you stay in the room next there, you're also going to get a little haunt. (laughs) A little haunt. A little spooky action. Yeah. So those are just some of the big haunts that happen. And there's a lot more we could go into. But there's just so much about this ship. It's just hard to fit um, into an episode here. Because it has so much history, and there's just so much to talk about about the Queen Mary. Um, Like me and Lexi said, you can definitely go visit this. If you're in California, if you're in Long Beach, take a day and take a tour. Do a ghost tour. If you're, you know, have the guts for it, stay overnight. Try it. Tell us how it is. I know. We I would love to know. Yeah. If you guys could, like, send in, like, a picture or, you know, something of you guys doing anything along the lines of Queen Mary, that would be absolutely awesome. Or if you've gone anywhere else, like, haunted, if we've talked about it or not, we'll give you a gold star. Yeah. And then... <laughs> You can come on our podcast and tell you guys, and you can tell us all about how you went to this ship. Yes. The Queen Mary. Well, this was a fun episode. I love spooky ghost stories. Yes. And I love spooky ships too. So just beware of the ghost ship in the north and the spooky Queen Mary. On the West Coast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you don't, you'll be haunted. Yes. Actually, I don't know if you'll be haunted, but um, something may or may not attach to you. <laughs> oh, one thing before we end the episode. Don't forget, we are doing a t-shirt giveaway or on the week of our 40th episode. 
we will be releasing the post to enter on the week of the 39th episode, so a week before. So you can enter in to win the t-shirt. And then we'll be announcing the winner on our 40th episode week. We're so excited, guys. We yeah. Sophie picked after the design and she made it look so cool. I just kind of slapped the logo on a shirt and said, here. Uh, <laughs> she actually went in depth and created a such a cool shirt. Like we both were like, damn, we want one of those now. So I will be making shirts for us as well and for whoever is unique unique person to get a hold of um the first ever merch from survived whoop whoop this will be so exciting i just can't hide it yes we are so excited just can't hide it All right. Don't forget to follow our Instagram or our Facebook and email us at our Gmail. If you have any crazy stories or you just want to ask us any questions or if you just want to say hi. Yeah. Anything along those lines work. Um, You can find us on Amazon and Apple as well. Yes. Along with Spotify. And tell your friends, don't forget about that. No, please rate us as well, because that really helps us get, like, move along the lines um, in the rating scale ranking thingy. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, mm-hmm. anyways, have a great day. This has been Survived with Sophie and Lexi. Yay! (laughs) Bye, guys. Have a good weekend.